can I, can I get you a cup <laughs> for the head? I'm good. Like a sippy cup. Uh, like a, one of those ones you can tip over. Yeah. And it just doesn't spill anywhere. You just do anything. It just doesn't yeah. come out, man. That'd probably be good, but we'll, we'll be okay this round. I don't know the magic behind that. They also have the ones that like stick to the table that don't like tip over. What? That's that's complete sorcery. That's that's some Dungeons and Dragons yeah. stuff right there. Okay, that is sorcery, one hundred percent. Wow, how you doing, brother? Doing pretty good. How are you today? Hey, man, it's uh, we're back to our normal scheduled program. Yeah, it feels like extra long time in between. Yeah, that's just like one Sunday day. to Monday was. I haven't seen you forever, man. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Uh, life treating you well? Anything new? You got kids or anything? No, no, um, no news to report. No news to report week. from the from the Via Lobos camp. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, nothing new since last week. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, how, you getting comfortable in the new pad? We're getting there. I still got boxes spread out everywhere, but just uh, you know, take it one box at a time. One box at a time, ladies and gentlemen. We're pretty much moved in. This is all like. Things that just need a home that aren't like uh, essentials to, to living. So. Do you have Thor's hammer up yet? Um, I do not. It's not home yet. It's, just, it's only a house right now. It's not I, a home yet. I do have my Thor picture that my buddy Greg Owen made for me. It's already, it's already on a little shelf that was in my office. Okay, dope. It was a pre-existing small shelf. That's the one that has you, your face, what? on the Thor's <laughs> that, body, right? It's really supposed to be me, but... Like, they just, like, cropped Chris Hemsworth's <laughs> face off and put your face there, and it was just like, we can't tell the difference yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, uh, So that, that This man up. is sexier, and he's going to save the world, and he's Hispanic? Let's go. And I, uh, what else did I get out that I didn't want to get damaged? Um... That the power morphers are out on the yeah, shelf. I knew too. you were gonna say that shit. <laughs> he goes, he goes, he goes. Special boxes those, over here. <laughs> those two things have been taken out specifically to be put up so they didn't get messed up in like shuffling stuff around, things like that. You never know when you gotta go save the planet. Yeah, man, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you have to like figure out what wardrobe today. Am I gonna be the Red Ranger? Or am I gonna be Thor? You know so, what I mean. Speaking of Power Rangers, did you happen to watch the 30th nope. anniversary on Netflix? Nope. You can do that. Is it awesome? It was it was better than I expected it to be. Really? But also just as corny as I expected it to be. Okay. I enjoyed it. I actually, you know, I watched it and it was uh it was different, I guess. Like it was still kind of felt like the nineties show. Okay. But with a better a better obviously production. Yeah, the budget was they, Netflix. Yeah, they still had like that corny kind of veiny thing that they had going on before. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed. I, I watched it. I mean, when your budget is Netflix, literally, that's the dollar amount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. How much did you? How much did they spend on this show and this money? Netflix. Well, it was like all the things you wish. Like now that you're, you know, we're in our thirty mid thirties. Ouch! Hurt me like, like that, don't you? I mean, I'm right there with you. <laughs> It's it's got all those little things where you're like, man, I wish it just had a little bit better production value. Yeah, and they did it. Nice. And I enjoyed it. It wasn't like extreme. Oh, get an awards show by any means, but as far as the nostalgia of the the original show, they kind of kept that going. <clears throat> How are the Zords? Basically, exactly the same, just a little bit better. 
like even the look and feel like did it look like 1970s well, Japanese like Well the the like Reptar I mean Godzilla the calling scene where they like come out of the yeah. volcanoes and stuff kept the same concept but just a little bit better not much better just a little bit better enough to where you could really recognize it but the the full megazord was like CGI. Team, I'm going to try to do like 30 minutes on this. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> we can do it. <laughs> well, it was like, let him geek out. Okay. It was like a CGI <clears throat> Zord. It wasn't like the guy in the suit kind of thing. Okay. Got you. But wait, that, that was the 90s that there was a guy in a suit? Yes. Get the f- out of here. <laughs> I thought it was like either like stop motion, cl- like claymation or like, um, like still, like it was, the camera was shooting up, but it was like literally this tall, like off the, no, the, the ground. The camera no, those was making are, it so big. Those were people in suits. Man, I just, I did tell you recently <laughs> though that I did, I did watch the. Um, uh, I might have talked about this last week. I don't even remember, man. Uh, it's been nineteen yeah, years yeah. since I've last seen seen you. Um, but I did watch the five episode run of like when Tommy c- came through as the Green Ranger yeah, yeah. and. So it was bad. So good. And then he was good at the end. And then they took down Rita and yeah, her boyfriend. Yeah. I forgot dude's name. Yeah. Um, Zed. Zedge. Right. Yeah. Uh, Zeus. I don't know. Whoever. Um, I did watch that like two or three years ago, man. Yeah, yeah. Tight. Still the best storyline. <laughs> it was good. It was in, good. in all of uh, Fox media. Yeah. Um, yeah. They go a little darker. Oh, a little bit, not much. Oh, a little bit. So, a little Christopher Nolan Dark Knight style, okay, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, yeah. Hey man, everybody goes uh, dark and gritty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nah, it was all right, man. I was, I'll take a watch. All right, all right. If you uh, have a uh, have an hour to spare. I mean, I can spare an hour yeah, or two. Yeah. Who knows? It's all right. Uh, I watched a movie this weekend. What was that? Not the one. Well, I did watch what we we're gonna talk about today. Oh. Um, but I also watched. The Big Lebowski. Nice. I didn't realize I never saw The Big Lebowski like in its entirety, man. I've not seen that movie in a long time. It is on Amazon Prime right now. And it's a wild ride, man. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Jeff Bridges, the dude. Yeah, like I said, I haven't seen it in so long. Trying to even think what what was going on as far as the storyline of it, other than it just being you know, cool ass Jeff Bridges. That's the point. Yeah, you just <laughs> basically is that said what it was. Okay, that's that. <laughs> Literally. Well, there you, you go. I knew you, exactly what I was talking you about. You go into this movie, and we go, we might have to talk about the Big Lebowski one of these days. Yeah, man. that'd be awesome. Uh, you go into this movie, and it turns into like a okay, a somebody's some rich guys. With the same name as Lebowski, a wife gets abducted. There's a ransom. They send the, the other Lebowski, the dude, go get <laughs> the the, dude. get it. And then it just spirals out of there. Yeah, yeah. You meet so many characters. He just, man's drinking white Russians the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking weed the entire yeah. time. Uh, it's a wild movie. And then it ends. You're just like, okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, hey, I might have to go back and watch that again. Highly recommend you don't. <laughs> no, it was really good. I, I for like such a weird movie, I really enjoyed it, man. It was definitely yeah. fun there. Um, 
Let's talk about two things, man. Uh, Spider-Man 1 and 2. Is that what we're going to talk about? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. We will replace, because we're going to do the trailer for White Man Can't Jump, we're going to replace some, we're going to do some movie news, and we're going to replace the White Man Can't Jump with Spider-Man on Disney Plus there. Roll the, roll the uh, movie news stuff. Gotcha. Gotcha. Right there. Got it. Go ahead. You need me to fill in. I, <laughs> I got you, dude. You just let me know. I don't. I don't remember how long it is, but I think we're good now. All right, we'll make it work. So, <clears throat> Peter Parker is finally home, ladies and gentlemen. Oh yeah. Um, within between now, like this past Friday and the end of next month, we're gonna have every Spider-Man movie on Disney Plus. Wow, they did it, man. Wow. Uh, we get to see Uncle Ben die not once but twice. <laughs> <laughs> Two different Uncle Ben. <laughs> <laughs> just keep killing this guy. You're so nice too, man. <laughs> Freaking uh, you got, <laughs> Charlie Sheen's dad, man. Come on. I guess it, at least with like, uh, are the Tom Holland ones coming to Disney? Too? Yes. Really? Yeah. Well. We don't witness that scene. There, we don't but, witness, but, but that it's a scene. thing. It's a thing. Yeah, we also witness a hot Aunt May. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. that's cool. Uh, <laughs> we see her yeah. die, so you know. <laughs> that's sad. Spoiler that's alert! Yeah. I guess <laughs> <laughs> it was a two billion dollar movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, they're back, guys. So we have Spider Man, uh, Spider Man, Spider Man Two, Spider Man Three, all yep. the Tobes on there. Uh, we have the we have Tasm. Yes, Amazing Spider Man One. Uh, we're going to get TASM 2, and then we're going to start in May. We're going to get uh, the home movie, the Spider-Man home movie. So Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Homecoming, uh, f- Far From Home, and then we're going to end with No Way Home. So, Yeah, when you when you texted me about the news, I'm very excited. you were very excited about it. Very excited. Uh, I didn't watch any of them. I just I turned it on. I was like, oh, sweet. <laughs> and then I, I was like, all right, well, I'll just watch Spider-Man 1 real quick. Yes. Got Spider Man Two. Why not? I didn't watch Spider Man Three though. You know what, man? I didn't. I it's, didn't have. Did you time. not want to see the dance scene? I didn't have enough time to to lose time to dedicate to Spider Man. That's a three. three hour movie. I, I had plenty of time to give for one and two. Of course. Uh, number three, you know that one's a. There is elements of three that is good. Yeah. But it's like it just gets that, bogged down with so much. That was the crap. Yeah, that was the one that was like. So many characters, so much going on, and never really fulfilled any of them. Exactly. Yeah. And you could almost say the same thing for um, No Way Home. Yeah. But it worked. Well, that was, yeah. it was yeah. epic. It was epic. I mean, you know. Fantastic. I'll watch it right now. I don't. I didn't feel like <laughs> I'm going right now. <laughs> Watch it right now. <laughs> I didn't feel like like that did have a lot going on, but I I felt like it it fulfilled the stories a little bit better. Exactly. Yeah. So I still don't know yeah. how the Sandman in in three how we're gonna retcon that he was the actual one that let Uncle Ben die. like it was just weird like dude where has yeah, yeah, this yeah. guy been like <laughs> yeah anyways. <laughs> But yeah, guys, we have uh, all the Spider-Mans. They're coming to Disney Plus. Awesome. And we're going to get those before July 4th. We're going to get those before Memorial Day. So let's, let's go. go, man. 
Just super uh, excited about that. Cooking out, watching Spider-Mans all day. <laughs> all right, man. Let's stay on that Marvel train here and Marvel Sony train too. Uh, we have here. Go back over here. Have a little enhance. In in enhance. Stuff up real quick. Sorry. Oh, you're good, man. I will uh, lead off here. So we're moving forward with Venom three, guys. Did y'all like Venom one and Venom two? Because uh, I did. Damn good time. My co-host, <laughs> Javi, over here, he liked them too, I think. I don't know. He's Yeah, yeah. I was trying to. On Tinder sh- right now. So shuff- I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to shuffle back through our, left. Uh, through our movie news uh, text message stuff here. Uh, this is how yeah, prepared really, we are on this podcast. Really enjoyed uh, the first one. Um, I liked the, inspe- the expansion on the second one. Yeah. Uh, the first one obviously was the whole with Eddie Brock. Second one was just expanding the Venom universe, mm-hmm. the symbiotes. Uh, yeah, uh, and I just like I like watching Tom Hardy. I mean, he he's in this role. He's so kind of he's so kind of different than a lot of things you see him in. See him kind of like a yeah, real grungy here, like. Like he doesn't look like he's in shape, and he just looks like he's just in pieces all the time. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of the vibe, man. Yeah. That uh, we really like from him as this character. He doesn't have it all together. Yeah. Um. Tom Hardy usually plays guys that do have it all together. I mean, yeah, we, he plays we were, a lot we, of gentlemen. Yeah, we reviewed Locke, remember? And, yeah. And Locke was him as this foreman. Who made it? You can tell just the car, the yeah. everything. He for that time, he's made a lot, lot of money. He can just go wherever the hell he wants oh, yeah. to go, and you know, um, fancy and other man. as well. Huh? Fancy man, fancy man, British fancy man, <laughs> <laughs> right? Very gentleman. In this movie, he's plays a guy from a New Yorker in California, and he's kind of wild. So it's just a fun storyline. Um, cool news about. Venom 3 here. It's directed by Kelly Marcel, who wrote the previous two. So she's making her directorial debut, ladies and gentlemen. Nice. And we did have the amazing Michelle Williams in the first two, kind of as a love interest, the damsel in distress. Uh, This time we have Juno Temple. Uh, will be joining us in the third installment. Best known as Keely Jones from Ted Lasso. Is that kind of her whole thing right now? As As an actress? An actor being as on Ted Lasso. Yeah, well, that's what she's much best her. known for right now. But okay. she was actually in um, The Dark Knight Rises, small role. Okay, um, she's been in some other things as, as well. I, I've seen her in, but yeah, that's what she's best no, known for right now is Ted Lasso. She's kick ass on there. So <laughs> yeah, she's got a well. You know, oh, okay. I won't jump into Ted Lasso. Let's go. Let's move on. <laughs> Guys, you're trying to get 30 minutes from Javi for about Ted Lasso. I'll do it, guys. I'll ask one question. <laughs> let's, not, let's not do that. Let's, let's move on. All right, man. We're going to wrap up our news segment this week with uh, weird, man. Uh, like a name that you probably don't, probably that you've seen millions of times, at least 25, I don't know how many movies there have been now, but a lot, um, and is no longer going to be at the scroll in a Marvel movie anymore. Uh, Victoria Alonso is out at Marvel Studios. 
Um, she departed 317, and most likely for producing a film outside the Disney backed Marvel Studios. Right. I, I, I don't know, like a breach of contract or something, you know? Yeah, I think that's where you get into the fine print, right? And all the people at Disney, they're just like, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not allowed. I, know, I know you didn't read I'm this <laughs> little segment right here, but. Uh, just so you know, I own you forever. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Oh, that little cute indie flick? Yeah. About a shell with sneakers on? No, you cannot produce that. A shell with sneakers? <laughs> Is that what the movie was? No. Oh, okay. It was the first one that came to mind, though. Okay, I was like, man, Mar- that's Mar- messed up. More side so- right? <laughs> what a... <laughs> Get fired over making a, a sweet movie. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. It was some... Uh, it was a uh, Amazon-backed movie is what it oh. was. It was an Argentinian... She's Argentinian, um, yes. and it was a Argentinian-backed movie. But man, she's been here since the beginning. Iron Man, Iron Man Two, yeah. like through the Avengers, through everything, man. Uh, she's helped them make butt loads of money, so much money. Uh, but it looks like a settlement has been reached, so she's gone. And uh, I don't know. Uh, best of luck, and that's gonna be weird because that's kind of like a for me who's such a. I see everything and I want to see like how things even look, even like the, the, the words and scroll yeah. and everything. I, yeah. I, I, I like that. So I'm not going to be able to see her name anywhere. And I've seen her name for the past, like 12, it's been a 15 years now. So it has been a while. <clears throat> yeah. So Victoria Lawn's a good <laughs> luck out there in them streets. She'll, uh, bounce land on her feet she'll be, somewhere. <laughs> yeah, She'll be at, uh, Amazon. There we go. Just, Racking in bucks for Bezos. There we go. Because he, he needs more money. Yeah, yeah. I'll, let him, I'll text him and let him know that she's, she's heading over. You still do got him on speed, though. Yeah, that yeah. We hit right. him up. We hit him up. Welcome to this episode of Movie in a Pod. I'm Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. On this week's episode, we're discussing the trailers for White Man Can't Jump, Blackberry, episode 24 of The Mandalorian, and our Movie of the Week, Air. All right, team, we got some trailers here. Uh, yeah. We got Jack Harlow uh, playing basketball. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's go. And uh, the creation of the BlackBerry phone in BlackBerry. All right. We're well, going to jump into uh, it. Sounds interesting. Uh, check out our YouTubes. <laughs> he's shaking his head <laughs> down. <laughs> he's like, both trailers suck this week. Yeah, yeah, I've never, never touched a blueberry or a blueberry. <laughs> Blackberry. <laughs> Yo, man. Oh, I heard talking uh, junk. Check out our YouTube for a full reaction of these horrible trailers that Javi does not think is good before even watching them, guys. All right, team. We have White Men Can't Jump. This is a remake of the 1992 film about a pair of basketball hustlers who team up for some extra cash. Right. JV, the original, the OG, uh, Woody Harrelson, (laughs) Wesley Snipes. Oh, yeah. Uh, It's been a minute on that one, dude. Dude. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie. Such a good flick, though, man. What's funny is, like, we talk about these movies, and I'm like, man, 
some movies that have been around for a minute that I just need to just need to go back and check out. Just watch just it. Good, just good time movies that are um, just still lingering out there. Yeah. Uh, how this one's going to stand up to it. Uh, so far from the trailer, seems like it's going to be pretty funny. Uh, I mean, other than that, I mean, they're out playing basketball and hustling. Uh, I mean, I feel like the comedy is is really all it's going to have, right? It's really going to have a hat, man. So um, the first one was really cool. The 92 flick was really cool, man, because it, it did do a really good job and a balancing act of – um, understanding that these guys need the cash, yeah, because they are. Uh, it was early '90s. They were broke. They were hustling. They were trying to make it. Uh, they're trying to feed kids. You're just trying to get by with their yeah. apartments and stuff like that. Um, you know, if they incorporate, but then also when they're on the court, when they're together, they're hate for each other, but they're also their understanding that they both need each other to hoop. Mm-hmm. Um, really drove that film. That's why that film was such a success, right? Um. I don't want this to be an exact rehashing of that. I wanted to bring something new to the table. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not really seeing that in the trailer. The trailer's dope. Right, right. I will give you that. The trailer looks dope. I think we're going to see some some very awesome kind of, you know, newer skills that obviously players are bringing now. Of course. Right? Uh, but like I said, I mean, uh, aside from the, the comedy aspect that's all I can really expect from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if they're able to, to do the dramatic stuff. Um, right. I think this is Jack Harlow's first film. Am I, am I wrong? Am I right, right about um, that? Have you, have you, did you, this guy's going to be the new Superman? Did you, did you hear anything? <laughs> Not the new Superman. Mm. Uh, let's see, Jack. I mean, he's like fourth on the on the cast list here. That's not good. Or fifth. Oh, dude, he's going to be the next Black Panther. Jack Harlow's 6'3". Jesus. Did you know he was that tall? That's not that tall, man. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I had nothing. I had nothing. You had me stoked right there, actually. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, Uh, I mean, it says he... Is he in Fast 9? What? He's... uh, Says he's in Fast Nine. Oh, dude, you don't remember him? He was the guy who got them out of space. Remember that? He got them out of space. I'm just making shit up. <laughs> I don't know. Jack Harlow's here, guys. Um, <laughs> white men can't jump. We're gonna throw this on our socials. Uh, the remake it launches on Hulu. Uh, May nineteenth. So let us know your thoughts. Does this seem like something that you are? Excited about? I know I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch the original first, then I'm gonna yeah. watch this one, see how they can compare. Um, right. but yeah, we'll uh, those on our, our socials, guys. Good deal. All right, team. So we have a uh, Blackberry the story of the meteoric rise in ca- catastrophic, catastrophic. There I can't you go. Say that. I can't. S- I can't say words. <laughs> Can't say words, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> you, you just emphasized the wrong wrong syllable. Uh, the story of the meteoric rise <laughs> and the catastrophe. I said it again, didn't I? I said it again, damn it. <laughs> oh, no, we got the giggles. We today, got but. the gigs tonight, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, it's about the damn demise of the world's first smartphone, okay? <laughs> yes. I, got, I got through it, right? The catastrophe. Oh, boy. 
So the BlackBerry is uh, is that still a thing right now? Like, I don't know. Like I'm not sure. It can't be. I bet some version of it is. Hell, well, the Kodak camera is still a thing. <laughs> Let's see if we can buy one on the internet. There she is, BlackBerry.com. BlackBerry.com. Intelligent everything. My computer just broke from going to that website. <laughs> <laughs> My MacBook redirected me to <laughs> Apple.com yeah. to buy an iPhone. You don't want to do that, bro. I'm just going to help you out real quick. <laughs> I'm just going to... Products. Are they out of the smartphone business? Let's see here. In in hunts. Yeah. Like cybersecurity and stuff now. A lot of stuff going on. Not anything device-wise. All right. Well, there goes that. Cool. Yeah. Uh, we got Jay uh, Baruchel. Is that how you spell his? Say his name? Baruchel. Baruchel. I don't know. I just That's fine. Um, I kind of expected. He's Canadian. Him, yeah, I kind of expected to be a little funnier to that trailer after I saw him at the beginning. The uh, hair at the end, though. Yeah, it's kind of. I'm not sure what's going on there. Uh, either way, um, he is uh, a favorite of mine, but more from like the you know the stoner movies. Yeah, uh, this is the end, and um, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the main one. Um. Uh, the rest of this cast, not too sure what's going on with those guys. Glenn Howerton was in uh, Always Sunny. So gotcha, that's gotcha. How I know him. He looks totally different in this movie, though. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I just pulled up his picture. Yeah, yep. I know who that is now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure, man. I, I was hoping it was going to be a little funnier. The trailer wasn't that great. Did you ever rock a Blackberry? No, never. <clears throat> Me neither. Uh, I think I was straight into Nextel. Yeah. In Nextel, I think I had, I had a sidekick for a while. Bro, you had the sidekick too. Yeah. And that's still, I talk about this to, to the day, okay? <laughs> if anybody ever brings up the sidekick, I'm yeah. like, yo, my boy JV <laughs> was like Iron Man yeah. before Iron Man was Iron Man, okay? Yeah, I think it was dope. I smashed it on a corner of a table in my pocket. I mean, it happened. Because it was gigantic. And we are probably playing beer pong one night. I don't remember what happened, but I was upset. <laughs> it was, er. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then what? Uh, probably the notes for a little bit, and then the iPhone. Finally came aboard. Yeah, yeah. Finally, kicking and screaming, but yeah. you did it. <laughs> What'd you think of this trailer? Um, this I like movies like this, man. I like seeing uh how real situations kind of played out. As right. much as much or a little research as they did for this movie, right? Yeah. Um, I love to kind of see it, just like the Social Network, right? Yeah, and it's kind of on theme with Air as well. Exactly. We're yeah. gonna talk. Yeah, exactly. We're gonna talk about that uh, with our movie of the week, right? I love watching movies like this, um, because it almost gives you advice on if you're gonna go out and do this, do something, do things. This is how you do it. This is not how you do things. Yeah, it gives yeah. you some kind of some good points. So, I the the, the trailer wasn't anything to. Uh, you know, rave about right. It does like a movie that I will pop on the couch and watch. I like the concept um, of the of the movie outweighs the the trailer. Yes. That's not that great. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, remember when we saw that first trailer for the Social Network? Wow. Blew my mind. Blew my mind. Yeah. Like I was just like, "Yo, this is gonna win movie of the year." It didn't, and I still hate the King speech because of it. Colin Firth. <laughs> 
Still mad at you, okay? Um, still holding that grudge. Still holding that damn grudge, okay? The Oscars <laughs> snubbed my boy, okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, Jesse Eisenberg in the, that amazing movie, but um, this is not. This doesn't give me the, that same wow, but it does give me the yeah, man. I definitely will check out, see how these nerds yeah. came up with this, man. And then like, I like how the corporate greed got into the way. Always does. Always, always does. does. It's got to be that guy in a suit. Yep. Always the guy in a suit, man. <laughs> hey, guys, we're going to throw BlackBerry on our social media sites. Um, oh. Let us know if you ever had a BlackBerry. Let us know if you're still rocking a BlackBerry. Um, we can get you the best help if you are. Um, but, you know. <laughs> we can uh, direct you to yeah, some, a different website. Some websites to uh, get help. I mean, you're just hanging on, man. It's going to come back. <laughs> we're going to get it. <laughs> Remember the ones where like everybody was so mad because like the ball kept on. They were cheaply yeah, yeah. made. Yeah, yeah. Like like maybe RIM was like RIM was good, but like BlackBerry, the actual like the software was good. Yeah, the little trackball kept falling out or whatever. The the hardware was horrible though. Right. The screens would crack really easily. The ball would always drop. the The keys would stick. It was just like, but people. What would people do though? Go buy another one. I guess it's kind of like uh, your keyboard, right? If if you get, it's a physical keyboard. Yeah, which is kind of gross. Um, thinking back thing, now, yeah, things can get in it. I mean, food, lint, anything can get inside those little keys. And Just those two things. Yeah, at the same time. Yep. Really gross. Yep. I've seen all. Remember, like yo, yo, put my. No, I don't. Nope. My number is this. I don't want to put my number in your phone. <laughs> Not, okay, that's disgusting. <laughs> If one, you got a BlackBerry. <laughs> yeah, okay. What, two, are you, what are you doing, you bro? You got a BlackBerry. <laughs> <laughs> we did talk a lot of junk about yeah, black yeah, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Huffington. <laughs> 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 All right, man. So we have the uh, season three finale, chapter four. Oh, sad day, Mando. man. Sad day. The return. The Mandalorian and his allies confront their enemies. JV, talk to me, man. Uh, Moth Gideon was awesome. Badass. Um, he was awesome in the preview we got. Uh, not the preview, but last week's episode when kind of there, DM and caught him at the end. But I really got to see what he's been working on. Show me what you're working um, with. So we got to see him fight. We got to see him make Force-sensitive clones. Yeah. Which, uh... They didn't make it. But, you know, you never, you do that as an insurance policy. Yeah. I, I feel you, man. Um, the I mean, just the, the end battle uh, with our with our three there, excuse me, our four, Moth, uh, Bo-Katan, Dan, and Grogu, uh, was pretty pr- pretty cool to, to kind of finally build up to. Yeah. Because we've been wanting to see Grogu do a little bit more, and he's... Done some cool stuff here and there, but we actually got to see him, you know. Yeah, some battle, stuff. man. Yeah, he was doing some work. And, like, you're like, all right, how 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 strong can this little guy be? <laughs> all right. Yeah. How strong can this little guy Okay, this dude literally, the blast of an entire, like, starship, mm-hmm. the backfire and everything, he just was like, we good. We in yeah, the yeah. bubble. Call me Bubble yeah. Boy right now. You <laughs> know what I mean? I got y'all. Yeah, and it was kind of... You can tell he's he's just so young, like for his I guess his uh skills. 
Um, I mean, he was tossing some people around, but he wasn't doing nothing like like we've seen from other Jedi. Yeah. Um, you know, tossing people around, kind of, but working some strategy at the same time and kind of see, seeing what, what everybody else needs, right? Being what, smart with it, yeah. Yes, exactly. Kind of being that support. Yeah. I, I, I did like that, yeah. He, he's not to the point of where, like, you know, Master Yoda could just take out everybody in a room at one time. Just with like a little flick of his arm. Would love a Master Yoda yeah. movie, man. There's two Star Wars movies that I would like. Me and Darren was talking about this the other day. Like, all I want to see is a uh, Darth Vader movie mm. where he just wins. Like, it, after uh, Revenge of the Sith, wins like somewhere in his story his, arc. Yeah, like his job is to actually go after. I didn't watch like uh, Clone Wars on the the, the yeah, yeah. cartoon show or anything, but like him at a live action movie where he actually goes out and um, kills the Jedi, does his thing, does his thing, man, rules the the galaxy right with an iron fist. Because um, because we know he's done it. I mean, he's had to have done something like that in his story arc. Exactly. Yeah, that was Order Six Six Six, man. Yeah, or whatever it was. Um. <laughs> That's exactly what that was, man. So that would be really dope to see. And then the second one I would love to see is a um, Yoda movie. Yeah. A badass Yoda movie. Um, Like the flipping, the jumping, but like the wiseness as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like I imagine Yoda's like an old Asian man if he was like a human. You know what I mean? Where he's like wise, but also can kick your ass. Yeah. You could kind of see where his journey started and took him up until you know before he became a Jedi master. Yeah, right. I want to see I want to awesome. see how he got to uh the Dagobah system. Right. And Empire Strikes Back, right? Like that would be really dope to see. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, 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 man. So cool, cool, cool. uh that would be cool. Um I did like this, man. Uh I did like how the Mandalorians came together to fight for Mandalore. Yeah. And we, we all kind of felt like there was going to be some kind of surprise there, right? Like, a, where's this missing link to where Moth Gideon kind of knows what's going on with these guys? Yeah. And there was no reveal. No. Yeah. 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 We don't really know what happened to Moth Gideon. We don't know. We Hey, there's not a body. He's not dead. Yeah. But I, I did also like that uh, Mando threw down in this episode, man. Yeah, yeah. Because typically it's like usually like a quick a quick fight scene or something like that, man. Yeah. He actually threw down in this episode, oh, yeah. man. He, he was he was unstoppable. He had a mission. It, you know yeah. what? It was like Joel from the last episode of The Last of Us, man. He's stopping this guy. Exactly. I go, yeah. I go get his little man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he he did his thing, and then like I said, Grogu was in there as well, doing his thing, which was really fun to finally see. Yeah, um, yeah, it just goes to show that he has a lot more power than we've seen. Little man. All right, guys. Uh, chapter twenty four: The Return of the Mandalorian, the season right. finale. Let us know your thoughts, guys. We're us on our socials.
All right, really, you ready to jump into our week's movie? Oh, yeah. Our week's movie. Damn it. I'm just going to go watch The Big Lebowski. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Are you ready to jump into this week's movie, Javier Villalobos? Yes, sir. All right, let's, let's do it, man. Team, we have Air. Uh, this dropped a few weeks ago um, here in 2023. This movie was directed by uh, Batfleck, Ben <laughs> Affleck, um, and written by Alex... Convery. We had an eighty million eighty million dollar budget, and we had a gross of sixty eight point four million so far. Yes, sir. Starting this movie, we have Matt Damon as Sonny Vaccaro, Ben Affleck as Phil Knight, Jason Bateman as Rob Strasser, Marlon Wayans as George Reveling, Chris Messina as David Falk, Chris Tucker as Howard White, Viola Davis as Dolores Jordan, Matthew Mayer as Peter Moore. And Julius Tennant as James R. Jordan Sr. And we had Damian uh, Young as Michael Jordan. Yeah. All right, brother. Uh, like you so do. Every week, man. Go ahead, give us the, that quick synopsis. Uh, the journey through this film follows Sonny Vaccaro, a Nike basketball talent scout, as he works a deal to get a young Michael Jordan to sign on to be a Nike spokesperson. Sonny has to convince his fellow marketing team to trust him and his feelings about Michael Jordan and using the whole budget and everyone's future in the Nike basketball shoe department uh, to his his needs at the time. (laughs) All right. Let's get it, man. All right, guys, from the start here, uh, Matt Damon, Tour de Force. I think this is one of his best roles in a very long time. Um, as Sonny Vaccaro. Sonny Vaccaro is a middle-aged white guy who works for Nike and is a basketball guru. Right. Um, He is not happy with working with Nike. You can tell that from the start, man. Um, In that first, like, exec pitch meeting or whatever about who they're going to get, he's not excited. (laughs) <laughs> he knows where the, the the share is. And at this point in time in 1984, it's like, what did it say? Like Converse had a very high stake. Adidas had a really high stake in the, in yeah. the market like, the share. Adidas was on top. Adidas Converse and then like Nike had like 17%. They were right? not doing well. Nike in the, in the basketball division had 17% of the, of the share of basketball players yeah. in Shoes that are basketball shoes that are being like bought and everything. Yeah, they were seventeen percent eighty four guys. That's wild. That's just basketball, right? Yes, they they were doing great in other other sports. Running, yeah. Yes, uh, I mean nobody likes to run anyway. So I, I whatever. I, I don't. Know, I don't know where all those shoes got sold. At. <laughs> they're not they're not in my neighborhood. I tell you that. No runners out there. No, no running out there, bro. Uh, and, you know people. <laughs> we'll talk about that. We we'll talk about Ben Affleck right, in a second. Sounds man. good. Uh, but Sonny's Matt Damon. Sonny is also a dreamer, and yeah. that's what I really like, man. Where he does have a gambling problem. He has um, not really a clear cut vision in the past, but like he feels something. Nineteen eighty four is the year that like he needs to go with his gut. Correct, and. He feels the only thing that this company needs to do 
instead of spending $250,000 $250, on three players, yep. they need to spend it on one. That kind of, like, I didn't quite get that when they were talking about, like, the money and the players and stuff. Yeah. And then they were talking about the 250000 Yeah. I didn't realize that was for three different people. It yeah. took me a little bit to understand that in the movie. And then I was like, okay, well, I see what the problem is now. Exactly. How are you gonna how are you gonna move forward? That was Sonny's thing, right? How are you gonna move forward if you don't spend some money? Yeah. On the right person. <clears throat> so yeah, I didn't understand that. They were saying two hundred fifty. I was like, all right, I mean, seems all right. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like on three people. Oh, all right. Yeah, break break that down. Yeah, yeah. If you're uh about to go into the NBA yeah. and make a bunch of money. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you're not gonna do that with Nike. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, that was Sonny's whole thing, man. So I, I do like it that he watched that game film of Jordan's freshman year yeah, and just saw one, that game-winning shot, and was like, this is the guy. Who who knows if that's really what Sonny saw. I don't yeah. know if there was books written about this guy or autobiography or anything. Right. Or like he tells in whatever that like, that was the moment, man. But like just the singular focus Matt Damon had by rewinding that one shot so many times and replaying it and understanding this is the guy. Right. You, there's greatness in this guy right here. I always wonder, man, after watching this movie, um, <clears throat> you know, Michael Jordan, arguably the GOAT, the greatest of basketball player of all time, one of right, the greatest right. a- athletes ever, um, him and John Cena, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Michael Jordan won John Cena too. Uh, couldn't see any of John Cena's performances though. No, so, no. Um, but. <laughs> that, was, that was a bad joke. <laughs> the worst. The worst is what I do, it's man. It's so good, but like the worst joke ever. Love it. Um, You know, he. He saw that, so I always think to myself, like, if Michael Jordan didn't get this deal, didn't come aboard, yeah, would he have been the goat? Like, he played his ass off for that. He worked harder and was better than everybody for that. Or did he already have that in? Like, we just we just don't know. We just we just don't know. Yeah, and that was that was Sonny's kind of point too, right? Like. If he goes over to these other companies, he's going to fall. He's never going to be the greatest of all time. Exactly. That, that was something I got from his speech that I remember. You know, if you go to Adidas, if you go to Converse, you're never going to be the greatest of all time because there's already people in place that those companies see as the greatest of all time. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I feel like if he would have went there, he would have definitely been overshadowed. Uh, maybe – Maybe after a while, he would have came to the forefront, but not as fast as it happened with Nike just being behind him and pushing him. Agreed. Um, let's talk about Ben Affleck, man. Oh, Benny. Ben Affleck is Phil Knight. Uh, Phil Knight is the... Uh, CEO, the co-founder and CEO of Nike Inc. And this guy, man, uh, is like a Buddhist type. He like takes, he's a billionaire. So like, yeah, yeah. you know, but like he takes his, <laughs> when when you make that much money, you get a little weird. Okay. I mean, you gotta, you gotta figure out where to spend your money and your time at that <laughs> point. Right. Exactly. 
Exactly. So, you know, he's running this sneaker company, this shoe company, um, and he's a little weird, but he wants to grow the basketball division. That's why he has Sonny on yeah. his team uh, to help grow the basketball division. Also drives a grape Porsche. A gra- <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a good color. That's a good color right there, man. That's solid. Yeah, took 10 layers to get that, that, that color. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I remember stupid stuff like but that. Like, but, like, <laughs> but, like, that's the greatness of this movie, though, man, because there's little things like, yeah. like that, right? And Ben Affleck was fantastic as Phil Knight, man. Yeah. Because he wasn't the forefront like he was in Argo, like he was in Batman vs. Superman, right? Like like he was in uh, The Town, right? He took a back seat to Matt Damon, Sonny Vaccaro. Yeah. To, uh, we'll talk about Jason Bateman's Rob Strasser, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he took a back seat. It was just like the top dog. Yeah, he, I, I'm, I'm here if you need me. Yeah, let me know when you make a decision. His, let his team work. Let, let trust his, his team. His, his team work, man. But the moments that we do get Ben Affleck that as 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 Phil are really good, right? Yeah, because he's, he's weird at times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't want to see your feeling your damn. But we in your office, but you know, you yeah, got, you wear it like a sneaker company. You just got your shoe, you ain't got no shoes on, bro. <laughs> 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 right. Yeah, then those uh, like track suits he was wearing and all that. <laughs> yeah, that matched his car. But just really fun, man. And I, I like I love seeing uh, Matt and Ben have those altercations, have those yeah. conversations, right? Have those arguments, right? Have those disagreements, um, where you know Phil wants Sonny to succeed. Yeah, but like I gotta rein you in, bro. Yeah, and these are two guys that, from my understanding. We're together at the beginning of Nike. Yeah, yeah. And then maybe Sonny was gone for a while and then came back. Early Nike days, yeah. Um, so you're seeing, you know, two guys who are actually really old friends Yeah, play two old friends. Which is really and cool, it yeah. shows good chemistry, yeah. I didn't even think about it like that, man. Yeah. Oh, hey, what you, I what, mean, you know, the notes I, are expanding, I, I, I got nothing on this notepad. That's, <laughs> I'm making things up right now. And he tonight said, they're no working notes? okay. No yeah. notes. <laughs> and tonight they're working all right. They're working all right for you, man. <laughs> all right, let's move forward, man. Um, it just so happens that whatever movie Jason Bateman is in, he's my favorite character. <laughs> I think Jason Bateman himself is just <laughs> just a great a, a great delivery person. When oh, it he's comes the best. To his roles. He is the best man. Jason Bateman <laughs> as, as Rob Strasser, right? He's he's the head of like basketball, um, uh, marketing, yeah, and everything. And him in this role, man, was just fun. Yeah, uh, there he had the weight of the world on his shoulders. Oh yeah, and you can feel that. Yeah, in that first meeting where you we see him. Uh, come on, guys, let's focus. Can I get one name, guys? Let's not. <laughs> His delivery's on point. Yeah, yeah. Let's not all think at the same time, guys. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> then you have his kind of confessional, not confessional speech, but like his heart to heart with Sonny about their careers going forward and his family and all that. Yeah. And Jason Bateman is just a guy, like we say, for some people that he just has a voice. And a kind of a cadence of what he does that you can't help but enjoy it. Yeah. Regardless of this is how Rob Strasser was or not, I enjoyed him playing it that way. Yeah, it was it was fun, man. Yeah. 
Let me take a let me take a cool twenty and uh, break this down for you. Like, like <laughs> I feel like it's Jason Bateman, like he is on Smartless. You know what I mean? Like he is on every other movie that he's ever been in, right? Arrested Development. It's yeah, just yeah. Jason Bateman is what he brings to it, man. Yeah. And that that hair, yeah. Jason, that that Amazing. that hair was Amazing, rocking, man. Yeah. Like yeah. as much as and as dope as Ben Affleck's hair was in this movie, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Um. Your your hair just a tour de force. You just though. got it, man. That should win. Your hair should win an Oscar. <laughs> Best hair and makeup. Jason Bateman's hair. Yep. Boom for everything he's ever done. Everything. He's ever <laughs> <done>. <laughs> uh, but no, but he he's that grounding force, and that you know he he backs Sonny's play. Yeah, that's really important, man. Where he he doesn't love it. But he knows it's a <laughs> he knows really it's a good move, yeah, yeah. right? Um, is pissed off that he does things that are out of the norm, mm-hmm. but still backs him. I yeah, he's. Uh, I I can't say that Sonny's shown him that he's good at his job, but I think there's that relationship too, just like with Ben, where it's like. I trust you. I, yeah. I go with your gut. Let's go with your gut, and I trust you to 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 get us past the finish line. Definitely. <clears throat> All right, man. We have here quick one scene, but it was really pivotal, man. Marlon Wayne's as yeah. uh, George Raveling. George Raveling is a basketball coach, uh, former college basketball coach and player, and uh, was on the USA team. Uh, he coached Jordan. Uh, but he's in this one scene with Sonny. He's yeah. actually Sonny's the best man at Sonny, Sonny's wedding. Remember? That's what, that's what he said. Yep. Um, and this one pivotal scene where even they said at the end of the movie that it was really pivotal. Uh, George Raveling's um, discussion with Sonny was really yes. pivotal and them signing. Like it was almost like that was the liftoff for Sonny and the rest of the team to be like, okay, we can do this. We should do this. We're going to do this. And we're yeah. going to succeed, right? Um, George Raveling has uh, Dr. Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech. Correct. The way that they fell back and we fell back into that story was like, yo, that's fantastic writing. Right. I was lost until he said, I have a dream speech. Yeah. But man, just fun. Uh, Just a fun scene at a bar between two old buddies. Uh, Yeah, Marlon Wayans had a great, like, it was only one scene, but it was really good. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, Christmas scene has David Falk. And David <laughs> Falk is a <laughs> is an American sports agent. Probably works with basketball players in the NBA. Uh, he's he's a hot mess, <laughs> but he is Christmas scene plays him as any other sports agent ever. They're, they're loud mouth. Yeah, and they are sharks for their clients. They want to get the best deal for their clients, and they're not going to let anybody or anything stand in the way of their client getting the best deal of what they want. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah. Talk to me about Chris, brother. Uh, this guy was just off the rails the whole movie. Yeah, loved it. Uh, was just (laughs) uh always had something you know foul or something uh. Uh, smart to say back. Uh, but yeah, like you said, I mean, he, he puts, he makes sure that Mike, that everybody knows that Michael's going to get the best thing he can get. Yeah. Um, he also, 
seems to be kind of friends with Sonny. They know each other. But like he, a weird relationship, right? Yeah, like he, he talks to Sonny and is just like no filter. Like this is a no filter conversation between me and you like as two you old know. buddies or or like two old co- who knows, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he delivers some the 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 second best comedy of the movie. Yeah. Uh obviously Jason Bateman is the first. Okay. Uh, but Chris Messina really delivers lines like different character from everybody else in this movie. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, he's the agent. He is very upfront with Sonny about everything. But in the end, he's like, all right, I guess we're going to be talking to each other a lot. <laughs> be best friends. Yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Best friends now, brother. But, uh, <laughs> If this deal doesn't go through, I'm going to screw you and Nike. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to shut your whole company down. Yep. <laughs> Super weird relationship. <laughs> I got lawyers on retainers. Yeah. No, they're on a cap. Yeah. I was just messing with you. Like, this is, just, this is great delivery. Exactly. He, he said that. <laughs> exactly. All right, man. Let's not forget about the comedy from uh, Chris Tucker's Howard White, man. Um, <laughs> you know, Chris Tucker, known for Rush Hour, known for Friday, um, been in a couple other things. Money talks or whatever, yeah. but um, played Howard White. Howard White's role is basically when they come to Nike um, and they're making their money or whatever, mm-hmm. he's the guy that kind of manages the players, kind of gives them the, the hey, uh, this is how you go about life and spending yeah, your money yeah. and stuff like that, right? And that's going to be that's gonna be really important when they get those checks because you know oh, yeah. these are young uh, men and. They don't know what the hell that they're really doing, man. And yeah. make sure there's right people around them. Nike, the fact that Nike has that in-house is gold. Like, I don't know if that's a position that, like, other companies at that time or even still do. Probably, probably do now. But, like, at that time, did they have, like, did Adidas have that? Yeah. Did or Converse or, have that? You know what I mean? Or are they kind of responsible for their own financial exactly. advising? Exactly. Like, hey, our job is just to write you. Your job is to score buckets. Our job is to write you a check. Yeah. Right. Everything in between is not my problem. Not our problem, right? But Nike kind of has that. We want we you're our athlete. We want to um, you know pour into you as well. Yeah, that, that's his his role, man. Uh, and you know he 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 hangs out with the players at the night sometimes. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gotta be at practice in the morning. So yeah, yeah. Uh, he was a great aspect to this as well because um, one, it's good to see. Uh, Black guy in the company, right? Little diversity there, which is good. Uh, even if we're in Beaverton or you know wherever we are, we're, we're we're up there. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Bill Beaverton. <laughs> Population one black guy. Yeah, Howard White. <laughs> Howard That's White's it. the only one. <laughs> uh, but you know he brought levity to this role as well, man. Just the way that he interacts with Sonny in the beginning. Thirty minutes, you made one basket. <laughs> <laughs> What the hell is Phil yeah. talking about? Breathing? Yeah. <laughs> he was like mocking. It was just good, man. It was like yeah. good to see Chris Tucker uh, do something. Now, I, I as I hear a, a side note, they're coming out with another rush hour. I oh, don't yeah. think that yeah. they should. Yeah. Is Jackie Chan still going to do all this stuff? Is Chris Tucker going to? Right, right. Or, I mean, he's done it in the other he's, ones. He's a little old for that. You know what I mean? He, he didn't move as smooth right. in this movie. 
Uh, but no, I really enjoyed him in, in this role as uh, Howard White, man. And the way that he uh, interacted with our next character, uh, Viola, Dov- Viola Davis is Dolores and yeah. her husband. Um, I think that's what helped, like, sealed the deal. Right. Kind of kind of also settled the room. Like, um, he's kind of that bridge in between the businessmen and the, and the family, yeah, exactly. So he kind of, kind of comes in and settles the energy between between both parties. Exactly, exactly. Or was it Phil that was like, "Yo, we gotta hire these, these, these black kids, man. We gotta get a brother over here out here in Oregon, man. Can we get a brother yeah, out here in Oregon? You know? <laughs> Can we get one? Just one. So it's not asking for a whole fleet. Yeah. <laughs> one. <laughs> um. Oh no. We got Viola Davis as Dolores Jordan, man, and. I just watched uh, the Suicide Squad. Nice. Um, and once again, the little bit that she's in there, she's fantastic. Um, but in this role, man, you felt that she was that shield for Michael, right? Oh, yeah, he uh, was he was hands off. Michael's like, you got this. I'm mom. You make <laughs> you let him know. Yes, yes ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Mom's making this deal. I'm just I'm just long for the ride. Yeah, I just want my damn Mercedes. That's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Mark oh, Mercedes yeah. Benz. Um, but you know, the fact that she suddenly drove all the way out to Wilmington, North Carolina, which tells me a few things. It's eighty four. You probably touched down in Charlotte. You drove three and a half hours. I uh, may, maybe. I don't know. I don't know if any other maybe a regional airport in eighty four. I don't know. I don't know. Um I don't know. But not he did a, the damn thing. And call that profession. Yeah, I'm not an air traffic controller. There so. you go. <laughs> air traffic, I don't know if that's right. I don't know if that's right. But you, know. you know, she's the heart and soul there where she makes all decisions. And the fact that she actually takes the time to sit down with Sonny after he drove out there. Yeah. Um, that also helped when closed the, the Nike deal, right? Like, you have guts. Like, he yeah, didn't yeah. know what to expect when he got there. Uh, but the fact that she was welcoming. Right. Come sit down. Let's have a conversation. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then giving him the time and the space to explain how the other two meetings are going to go. Yep. And her actually taking his advice and taking those into the Adidas and the Converse meeting. And it going exactly like you said. Exactly like you said, man. Um, yeah. And she's. You know, Viola Davis is always such a strong, strong role uh, when she when she comes on board. Yeah, and this was the same thing. This was a strong Viola Davis playing a strong Dolores Jordan. Yeah, who is like like we talked about with some with like uh, David Falk looking out for Michael. You know, that's that's her son. Not that's not, but it seems like she's also his manager, right? Seems that way. Yeah. So. You know, it's kind of the the bridge between David Falk and Michael Jordan is Dolores. So Agreed. you got to get it past her, and she makes sure he knows that that nothing's happening with Michael without her. Her first knowing what's going on, and then you got Peter, or not Peter. You got a, her, his dad, who's just kind of just along for the ride. It seems. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he don't say a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> at least not. At least not like. In this imagining of how the deal went down, right? yeah, like yeah, yeah, he, he it didn't seem that way. Like he was there, but uh, she was basically the top dog, man. And 
like Howard said it earlier, and the Chris Tucker's Howard said it earlier in the movie, man, you got to go through the mamas. Yeah. Mamas <laughs> run things. In black families, mamas run things. Right, right. It's the truth. Oh, yeah. My grandmother runs shit. My mom runs shit. Oh, yeah. Right? My, my grandfather and my, my father, hey, uh, go ask your mama. <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean, fair, yeah. Go, yeah. Uh, oh, no. He, he's like, I ain't, I'm not trying to get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, you're gonna drag me into That's this. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. You're not gonna drag me down with you, sir. Hey, Dad, I'm gonna go to this all night skate. Uh, like seven to seven. Is yeah. that okay if I go to that? I just need like twenty bucks. Uh, go ask your mama. <laughs> I don't know what the hell you got going on tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she ain't whooping my ass too, yeah. right? She ain't whooping your ass in my ass. <laughs> 100%. That's the reason. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, she <laughs> she killed it, man. And like I said, Violet, like you said, Violet always plays these strong women. Um, this was a different type of strong, right? She, yeah. She's played uh, executive. She's played a, a woman king, right? Yeah. She, she's played um, the, the, the leader of the Task Force X in the, in the suicide flicks, right? Yep. Um, where she's like these big powerful woman she's she's just a mom in this right but her power comes from her belief in the amazingness of her son the amazingness of the jordan name exactly um and she takes that holds on to that and we will find out she leverages the shit out of that too man <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> leverages yeah, she does. the shit out of that man eight percent yeah wild all right um Matthew Mayer as Peter Moore. Uh, I like Peter Moore. <laughs> this guy was the original OG who designed the Jordan 1s. Yep. Like, talk about a badass. Just talk about a yeah. badass job, man. Well, he's, um, I think it was in the credits, right? He's the one that put Jordan's silhouette. The Jumpman logo, yeah. yeah, on the, on the shoes. Um, I mean, this man's art is what people pay a lot of money for right now. Yes, still to this day. Yeah, I mean that's he's he he really like alongside Michael. I mean his name is is not as prominent, but this shoe that he created is just as legendary as Jordan. Like if you're which is like if you're wild. a sneakerhead, right? If you're if you're like a real sneakerhead, which I am not, um, I am also not. I you say I, I mean, am. I, I mean, I do got some Nikes on right now, <laughs> but they were just all black, and I liked them. That's all go. I got. There you go. There you go. Um, I am wearing some church shoes. Okay. That's because I came home from work, right? <laughs> um, but he is. If you're a sneakerhead, you are. He is remembered for like creating those Jordan ones, man. Yeah. Like I've heard his name before watching this movie. Right. And it's because like, I have a few friends that are sneakerheads, and they're like, yo, that's still man. We're out drinking, having a good time. They talk about, they start talking about sneakers and I'm, yeah. I'm in it, whatever, whatever. And like, yo, but that Peter Moore, like them Jordan ones, man, this classic, you're yeah. never going to beat that. And I'm just like, Oh, okay. So then connected to this movie yeah. when they're like, we got to go that's see awesome. Peter. Yep. Right. It's like, oh, there we go. Connecting <laughs> the dots, man. That was dope that they added him, man. Yeah. Um, just just really fun. I, I, I keep on saying that about this movie, man. 
this was it's opening your eyes to 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 how something what how this deal was done like how this company was yeah. was ran and then the after effects man that was just really interesting to me yeah it was cool like he's like yeah the nba's got guidelines for what you can have on your shoes so this is all we can do and they're like we'll pay the fines he's like more red it is <laughs> let's go let's go <laughs> more red it is here uh, in really small role here, we got uh, James R. Jordan, uh, Julius Tennant as James R. Jordan Sr. Uh, one thing about Jordan Sr. is um, he didn't tragically die, man. He was, was shot when he was in his car. Yeah. Uh, it really shocked uh, Michael Jordan and, and his family in the basketball oh, yeah. world when that, when that happened, man. That made Jordan also move to go play baseball for a season. And then uh, he said, nah, I'm going to come back and win three more championships, man. Fuck y'all. Hell yeah. <laughs> Excuse my friend, <laughs> but he literally did. That's fine. He really that did, is man. Um, so you know the the driving force, and it was cool to see him interact with Howard White as well. But we the only two brothers in the room right yeah. now. You know what I mean? How you just, gonna be late or whatever? Just, like, <laughs> just great lines, which is like you know, does is the screenplay by by Alex Convery was it? Um, was that in it? Right? Was it the mm. rewrites of of a uh, Matt and 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 Ben, or was this? that improv that like Chris has always been known for his entire right. career. Right. Um, was that added? So this is, the, that, that's really interesting, man. Um, and I, you know what? I like how they did Michael Jordan in this. Yeah. Yeah. This was not a Michael Jordan movie. Correct. This is a movie about, uh, these Nike guys making the, a deal with the biggest star ever, yep. the biggest basketball player ever. Right. And, we never got to see his face. The guy who played Jordan, we never got, got to see his face. And, like, right. I, I actually appreciated that. Let's not make him the focus. Because as soon as we do that, man, it's like, oh, this dude didn't look like Jordan. Or he looks just like Jordan, man. I do a biopic about him from when he was in high school yeah, yeah. all the way through, man. Let, let's do that. No, that's not the focus, man. Yep. Focus is the shoe deal. Getting the Jordan ones, man. Yep. All right, brother. Um, Let's talk about the sets in the movies, man. We are in 84. Beaverton, Oregon. Oh, yeah. And our main set that we spend most of the time in is uh, the offices of Nike on the shoe division. Yep. Um, talk about 1984, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird time. Yeah, we were not, we were not alive, <laughs> yep. brother, but like nope. you felt it in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, really, I like the transition at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Because um, I was curious how it was going to happen as we were watching it. You got that old grainy film. And then I was looking, like I was watching, I was like, okay, okay. Then we see, because it's like old film, and then we see Matt Damon. Yeah. And it's still that style. How are we going to transition? And then it just smoothly, smoothly went into to the, to the normal format. Yep. And that was something I really appreciate as far as like the sets-wise and, and, and the... The mo- the movie moving it brought us back into that spot, um, and just cool stuff like that throughout the show. We're looking at old videos and things like that. It's really awesome, and that's what is great about this because, like you're right, the, it did keep us moving, yeah. And the, the techniques that it used to do it, right? It was no like fade in, fade out, move the camera, all right, yeah. black out, let's go here or whatever, right? There was always some like dope transition, and I liked it where. 
it told where you were by looking at whatever office building that we're in, right? Yeah. So if we're at Falk's office, right, we're going to see the outside of, like, his New York, you know, skyscraper oh, yeah. or whatever, right? If, yep. we're at, if we're in Germany at, at Adidas, right, we're going to see that. Yeah. The statue of the guy holding the thing with his junk all out, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the Converse one, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And when we're at, like, the, the Nike, we saw the little Nike logo. Mm-hmm. Like Matt Damon was the size of that Nike logo, you know. It was so it was so tiny. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it was Converse and Adidas was like, here we go, so big, yeah. so so large. And we're Nike. Yeah. This is this is us guys. We're we're a billion dollar company too, just small small billion. Yeah. Small bill. <laughs> uh, but I but I like the the tightness of the bullpen, um, right there where Sonny worked with the the rest of the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. I, I, Phil's office was badass. First, you got to go all the way to the top. <laughs> yeah. Right? You got to go all the way to, to the top there. Yeah. Uh, got his aspirational quotes and how he built the company yeah. on, on, on the on the wall there. You uh, can see his Porsche out his window. <laughs> you can see his Porsche where he parks and everything. You know, all, all that layers of grape on yeah, there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just a really cool way how they filmed this movie, man. Uh, I, I just, I had a fun time. Yeah. Yeah, it was um, very fast-paced for the most part. Yeah. Uh, they didn't spend a whole lot of time really focusing on any particular thing. Like, even the plan and moving forward and the meetings, it was just quick. Like, let's get in, get to the point, and move on. We got a lot of story to put in here, and we don't have a lot of time. Let's keep it moving, you yeah. guys. And then, like, even the, the weekend deadline we got to do this over the weekend you're not going anywhere man they jammed so much into that friday saturday sunday yeah. early monday right yep um and that's what kept it moving as well man just really fun and then obviously all the great 80s movies <laughs> yeah music in yeah. there right it just reminded you of like yo you had some badass movies <laughs> and some badass music to, to yeah. compare it man you just felt all yeah. that man uh, especially with that montage in the beginning. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. All right, brother. Um, let's talk about a theme. All right. Uh, theme for this, I am going to say, uh, risk it to get the biscuit. That is fine. Put it down, brother. These guys yep. do it, man. They they risk it all, right? From the backing of their CEO, um, and the uh green light from George Raveling. Yeah. Go do this. Yep. You know, be like the old Nike, right? Just because you're you're a big, you're a million dollar, you're a billion dollar company, you have a board of directors and stuff like like that. Don't forget how you got here. Right. Right? And basically don't forget yourself. Right. And I love how Phil even comes around to that at the end. Oh yeah. After they do the deal and he's like, Yeah man, I felt like the old Nike days. Yep. Thanks, Sonny, you know? That's when he's like laying on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like he was like thinking like, man, what do we just do? But, oh, well, it's too late now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> too late now. Too late now, man. Ben Athlete does a great job in this. But yeah, man, I'm going to say uh, the theme for this, risk it to get the biscuit. All right, team. So that's our conversation about 2023's air. JV, talk to me, brother. This is going to get three and a half buckets of popcorn. All right, talk to me. 
uh, I really like these, uh, the way these actors interact. Um, whether it was like on the phone, just conversation dialogue. Yeah. Um, mostly from like Sonny and David. Car phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's on the car phone. Um, they all interact so well with each other. And that just shows that, you know, these are all really great actors. Yeah. And I mean, really, they are. I mean, every one of these is seasoned. They're all seasoned actors. Oh, yeah. And they really show it in those short, quick dialogue moments. Um, that's uh, that's one thing. That's what I realized, really enjoyed about it was the, the dialogue between everybody. Good deal. Um, and then, like, the 80s aspect of it really showing that, like, where places where, like, you had Phil who was wearing orange or uh, purple and gold and crazy glasses and stuff. Then you also got a guy like Sonny who's just got on, like, a fleece sweater or and something. Loafers, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, two different styles that were going on that time. Uh, but, yeah, three three and a half buckets of popcorn. For me, man. Good deal, brother. What you got? All right, man. Uh, this is going to get... Five buckets of popcorn for me, man. What? Dude. Yeah. I love this, I saw it twice. This is, this is this is all over your your love for movies right now. Dude, here. this is it, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't right get much here. better than this like, for like I so like on a side side note, uh, I was playing Madden with the boys yep. uh last Saturday and M- Mitchell Gozeman, I love the show Succession. Mm-hmm. He's like, nothing happens, but they just Talking, the talking in this like the, the dichotomy amongst all the players and yeah. aspects, and them just trying to go make a deal or whatever yeah. is just so good, man. I'm like, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. That's how I feel about Air, man. Yeah, like no, there's no action sequences, right? There's there's, yeah, yeah. there's no like big thing at risk where somebody's gonna die or the, the world's gonna blow up or whatever. And there's really no basketball. There's there's really there's, no basketball. It's, Tapes. Do we, do we even see basketball in the beginning, or we just see the stand, him in the stands? I mean, I mean, there's like background noise we hear, but you only see the the video clips. Yeah, yeah. We literally never see anybody other than Sonny missing a bunch of baskets in the office. <laughs> <laughs> That's about all we get. Thirty minutes, you make yeah, one yeah. basket. Um, yeah, yeah, dude. So I, I just love the dialogue, man. Yeah. Once again. Sit two people down, hash it out. Seeing Matt and Ben go at it like that, man, just fantastic. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that. I wonder, for me, if it wasn't this cast, yeah, would I have enjoyed it as much as I did? Yeah, that's what I was thinking of going into it, watching this with you as well. Yeah, because I'm not dialogue-driven type of movie, but I really enjoyed these guys. And... Like I said, if it was other people, more B-list people, maybe I would probably might have not enjoyed it as much. Yeah. But it's a good time. Thank God for Chris Tucker. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. So I give this five buckets of popcorn. The uh, story about some guys who are trying their damnness and is going to risk it all oh, to yeah. make the deal of a lifetime and actually change the industry and be disruptors. <laughs> they definitely did that forever. Yep. Um, I, I love it, man. It's just perfect movie. Like give this one the Oscars. Yeah. Best supporting. I want Rob Strasser's to get it, brother. 
Give, give, this, give this to Jason Peter, man. This is Jason and his hair. Yes, his hair. Just his hair <laughs> gets its own award. You've <laughs> <laughs> got two little Oscars yeah. right here, brother. Yeah, brother. Five buckets of popcorn. Awesome. All right, Jane. Thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, Talking Through Air. Next week, we'll be throwing it back with a 2009 Mark Webb's directorial debut with 500 Days of Summer. That's streaming on HBO Max. I'm Clyde Smith. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as I am Clyde D. Smith. I'm Javier Villalobos. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MrJ8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Oh, and Javi. What's up? Like Mike. <laughs> I want to be like Mike. Don't, don't we all? Don't we all? <laughs> <laughs>